0: every team, every topic, everywhere this is believe. So everybody join the show. We greatly greatly appreciate it. Do us a do us a big favor. Hit the like and hit the share. If it's your first time watching us, don't forget to like and subscribe all of our pages across all of our uh, social media platforms and don't forget to rate and subscribe to our podcast with our good partners over. I believe we always appreciate them. But LSU pulls out a big time victory tonight over the Texas A&M Aggies. 77 to 54 was the final. We will get into that. Cam Thomas, the true freshman. Guys, he's got to be the best true freshman in the country. You better get okay with only watching this kid for a year because that's all you're going to get. Cam Thomas was absolutely crazy tonight. Absolutely ridiculous. Also, something that I know that we're going to be talking about and something that we've been pushing forward a little bit today is Ed Orgeron closing the gap for these football head co- or not head coaching, but coaching hires with the offense and defensive coordinators. Yes, he is. Yes, we will talk about it as we go along tonight. But let's get to a couple of the comments. Uh, Kirsten Craig says, Tigers win, as Hawthorne would say. Mike Bazil says he's big ready. Our financial advisor our official financial advisor for AYS. Uh, First time ever, says Samuelson. First time ever for what? (laughs) The the soon-to-be married man. Cody says Cam Thomas is going to be a stud in the NBA. Yeah, you better get used to only seeing him for this season. You better enjoy it now. You better enjoy it now. Harold says Blake Ruffino for OC. So wait, you mean to tell me that the Jeff Gros- No, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. Not going to do it. But I think I could be a good OC, y'all. I think I could be a good OC. You know what I'm saying? A really, really good OC. I run the RPO game in Madden like it ain't nothing, y'all. I'm the RPO king. I be blitzing all day. I be like, remember the Titans. Blitz all night. <laughs> all right, but we got a lot to get into. We will talk about the basketball game and also some coaching rumors. Ed Orgeron is closing the gap, uh, and, and Mike Bazile is going to get me on that one. But he's narrowing the search for these coaching hires. But before we get to that, guys, we got to pay some bills around this thing. And it's not like we're really paying bills because of all the great work that these guys do over at GM and Sons. GM and Sons has faithfully been serving your Denham Springs and Baton Rouge area for over 62 years. With their highly trained technicians, there's absolutely nothing that they can't do. RV repaired, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, truck repair, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big and or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. And tell them Blake Ruffino over at AYS sent you by. And if that car is just not running anymore and they tell you that you need a new wheel, Go to my good friend, Mr. Woody Clark, over at Robinson Brothers Ford Lincoln, the number one Ford car salesman in all of the state of Louisiana. I know that he will take good care of you today. Go to RobinsonBrothersFord.com. That's RobinsonBrothersFord.com to see all of their great inventory and give them a call today at 225-603-5432. That's 225-603-5432. And tell them Blake Ruffino over at AYS. Sent you by. Okay, let's get into the basketball game a little bit. As I know that the football questions will uh, will start mounting here. Now, last night we had a big night. Looks like we're going to have another big night tonight. So, do, guys, do us a favor. We're doing a lot. It's look, AYS is growing. I appreciate everybody that's watching this. Do us a favor right now by hitting the like and share on all of the social media platforms. Uh, number one, number one. Uh, it's gonna go. It's gonna. I'm not gonna say go, go unnoticed. Uh, but the recruiting that, quite simply, Will Wade did in getting Cam Thomas, a guy that, yes, was a five-star guy, and he but it wasn't highly, highly recruited. Not by Duke, not by all these big-time powers, not by Kansas, not by UConn, not by Georgetown. He's at LSU, y'all. And what a hell of a pickup. He goes 12 of 21 from the field, 5 of 11 from the three-point line. Uh, making five of the eight or the nine uh, uh, three-point shots tonight, and it finishes with 32 points. Darius Days gives you 18 as well. A kind of a tough night for Treinen Wofford. Actually, a really, really, really tough night for Treinen Wofford after the last game where he went cuckoo for cocoa puffs and really dominated. But the biggest thing for LSU tonight was the offensive rebounds. Guys, they got 15 offensive rebounds, and look at all the second chance points that LSU got in the paint. One thing that is always going to go unnoticed, one thing that's always going to go unnoticed here, is that LSU has religiously played horrendous defense, and tonight they played really, really good defense. Really, really, really good defense. Surprised by that. I think that this is, tonight's game is what Will Wade has been preaching for months on end, or not just really months, but years on end, that he wants his team to accomplish, and they've done that. Great performance tonight. Absolutely fantastic performance tonight by your LSU Tigers. Okay, a couple more things here, and we will get into some football stuff. As always, guys, all you have to do, and look, I, a lot of people have been asking me, Blake, why are you uh, missing my questions when in, in the comments? Because this is what I'm looking for. You got to do this right here. Hit us with the hashtag AskBlake, and we will get the comment on screen, and we will talk about it on air. Because it's just, for me, it's a lot easier when you have a lot of comments that are flying up and down. Uh, It's a lot easier for me to look at the hashtag and be able to put it up. And so we'll talk about some coaching hires that Ed Orgeron is narrowing down to. Uh, One other thing that I thought was interesting tonight that I was really impressed by, uh, Javante Smart also not having a good night but still got six big-time assists. Also played really good defensively. Didn't come up with any steals or any blocks, but was really good defensively every time that he was up against his guy. Now, he was out. Uh, He didn't play the last game because of COVID contact tracing. Comes back, has a rough night, goes one of eight, but played really good defense. Didn't pout, didn't just, oh, man, only got two points. No, he let the freshman go out and ball out and play good defense, and that's what you expect from a guy who has been out for a while and hasn't been able to practice. Uh, Darius Days, you, there's not a lot more that you can say about Darius Days. Hashtag you suck. Who sucks? Holden, I know you've been sipping because Blake Rafino don't suck. I'll tell you that right now. Don't make me come over there and lay it to smack it down on your caddy butt. Just joking, Holden. Appreciate you joining the show. I appreciate you joining the show. But I like the chemistry that this team is building for LSU. Darius Day is going 7 of 13, 3 of 6 from 3. Uh, look, 50%. A guy that's going to be a stretch 4 in the league, a guy that's a stretch 4 for you now, and sometimes can play the, uh, the 3, uh, him being able to shoot is always, always going to be deadly and get you 18 points. Uh, something that's also interesting that LSU doesn't normally have is they did have some good play off the bench, uh, uh, I was about to call him Shaquille O'Neal. Sharif O'Neal was in a walking boot tonight on the sidelines. Something that we're going to have to be monitoring with him in that walking boot. Something that I think that's going to be asked to Will Wade moving forward. But Sharif O'Neal looks like that he is out with a some type of injury. Some type of injury. So we will continue to monitor that. All right, I know what you guys want. Let's get into it. We're going to be doing some of the... Ask Blake's in reference to some of the coaching hires and the narrowing down from Ed Orgeron. So, let's go here. Gator Man says, hashtag, hi, Blake. What's up? Uh, This might be Perry Mason. If this is Perry Mason, what's up, brother? Good for you to join the show, big-time Gator fan. NJ says, ask Blake, what was the deal with Smart? Well, look, he was out with COVID tracing. Uh, He as. Will Wade confirmed he did not have COVID-19, but was out due to contact tracing, was on the sidelines for the last game, wasn't able to practice, wasn't able to get any shots up or do anything like that. So I I, I feel like when, (laughs) look, sports is a crazy thing, man. Sports is a really, really crazy thing. When you are out and not able to do a lot, he had a lot of rust to shake off. So... I think they'll be uh, get back. When he was not able to score tonight, he did a lot of good things and played a lot of good defense for the Tigers tonight. Didn't Again, didn't come up with any blocks or any steals, but every time that he was guarding the guy in front of him, he was pretty much locked down. Uh, let me see this right quick. Let's see. The starting guard, yeah, Bradford, L. Bradford for Texas A&M and Gordon, who smart was on tonight, went 3 of 11. For eight points total. So gotta give it to him, man. Gotta give it to him. Play one hell of a game. Abs- absolutely one hell of a game. Brian says, ask Blake. When was the latest, when was the last freshman uh to win freshman of the year and player of the year? Um maybe Anthony Davis when he was at Kentucky? I may be wrong with that. But I feel like that's Anthony Davis. I'd have to go look that up. But that's a good question, Brian. I want to say Anthony Davis. If, I, if I'm if i going off the top of my head, I would say Anthony Davis. Uh, Chris Barnwell says, hashtag as Blake. Who has the D.C. job been narrowed down to? Great question. So here we go. Look, as some sources have been coming co- kind of coming out today with, and some that we can verify, and something that continuously has been coming out, and what you're going to, to hear is that Arkansas defensive coordinator Barry Odom Looks to be again. Let, well, let me back up because I want to say this because Blake Griffin is going to say this, and people are going to run out. It happens every time, every single time. People are going to run out and say, "Blake Griffin, and AYS," and Barry Adams getting a DC job boy, hey! and that's not what I'm saying. So let me back up. This is always fluid until that ink dries. There you go, Harold. That's where your boy got it from. But until that ink dries. This is not set in stone, however, Barry Odom, the DC from Arkansas, looks to be the front runner for Ed Orgeron and this staff. Very interesting, very, very, very interesting. A guy that can go for a 4-3 man front, 4-2-5, likes to run a lot of zone, hasn't really ever had the personnel where he can have guys like a Derek Stingley and Eli Ricks that can cover one-on-one on the outside. So what does his defense look like now? A guy that sends a lot of pressure. guy that's not scared to send a lot of pressure. Bo Pelini last year was so scared, so scared to send the house. He didn't in that last drive, but he he was scared, man. But a guy, look, go pop in that Arkansas LSU film from this year. Defense played really solid. Now, now that he would have personnel, if he's the guy, would he be that individual? Marcus Freeman, the defensive coordinator at Cincinnati, his name continuously pops up. I do hear that LSU likes to leak a couple things to see where, or leak out a couple things to see who's been the leak. But you're not going to get me, mister. You're not going to get me. You only grew up in leak sources. Or you're only now finding leak sources. I grew up with them. (laughs) But Marcus Freeman seems to be another guy that LSU is really entertaining here, the defensive coordinator at Cincinnati. Uh, Brad White is another guy, the D.C. out of Kentucky. He seems to have pulled his name out, though. He seems that he might not be too very interested. But from what a couple people have already told me, Barry Odom is, is likely the front-runner as today's date on 12-29-2020. That doesn't mean it's not going to change. That doesn't mean that things aren't going to happen. But I know that some Arkansas people are also kind of confirming this too. They're a little scared. Look, we've had Arkansas people on this show before. They're like, hey, man, stop playing with Barry Odom. No, dog, this is LSU. We can go get whoever in the hell we want to. James says, ask Blake, Do we go after Ty Crawford, the offensive lineman from Charlotte? Now, Ty Crawford was a guy that LSU was after, um, had some grade issues, and now is in the transfer portal. I'd call him. I'd absolutely call him. No harm in calling the kid. I mean, he's in the portal. Why not? You need O-Lineman. Cole Pierce says, American Gangster Squad was looking good tonight. For everyone that's just listening to the podcast, Will Wade is also known as the American Gangster. Sometimes you got to let people know that, man. Ryan says, ask Blake, what is the timeline you expect for the coordinator hires? Ryan, again, very fluid, but one source told me today, like legit told me today that it could be as early as the end of the week. Personally, I don't feel that that's the case. Now, look, I could be wrong with that, Ryan. I could be 100% wrong, but a source did tell me today and confirmed today that he could see it by the end of the week. Key thing here, Arkansas is not playing in their bowl game due to COVID-19. Barry Odom's not going to be coaching another game. So with that game cancellation, as soon as that game canceled, boom, I get a phone call. And a phone call says, Barry Odom coming to Baton Rouge, boy. I'm like, hey, chill out, chill out. But really, easy. <laughs> no, but seriously, they're not going to be, he's not going to have to coach a game, coach a bowl game. So we'll have to monitor this as it goes on. But one source did confirm uh That it could be by the end of the week, I don't know if I see them making that announcement on New year's Day though, so if you're not gonna make it tomorrow or really new year's eve i don't i I just can't see lSU making that splash on New Year's Day for me, a week and a half, two weeks is pretty quick. If that's your guy, look contracts need to be negotiated stuff like that. So we'll see, but I, I think that we will see it, it, it very soon. Brandon says, ask Blake, Russ bus question mark. He's asking about, uh, Russ Calloway. Seems like he's going to get a promotion. I mean, Ed Orgeron doesn't want him to leave the staff. Uh, let's move over to the offensive side. Let's move over to the offensive side. And now I, I see some questions about Bo Davis. I'll get to that as well. I'll get to that as well. Uh, Here are the names that I have been given, okay? And I'm just reading them off as I go down. And this is in no specific order. Okay, number one, and something that I don't know, I can't really, I have not been able to confirm this one. Very good. It's just kind of some things that have been floating out there. Joe Lombardi, the quarterback's coach for the Saints. Also, Joe Moorhead, the former head coach of the Mississippi State Bulldogs, and now the OC at Oregon Jeff Grimes is a guy's name who's come up uh DJ Mangus is another guy's name who is Joe Brady's right hand man uh, that continues to come up let's make the connections here oh and Phil Lango the uh, offensive coordinator at North Carolina so those are the guys names that have continuously come up and have narrowed down too again again very fluid uh Joe Moorhead is going to get a lot of pushback, I feel like. Joe Moorhead's going to get the pushback, but Joe Brady worked with him at Penn State. Uh, I'm going to be a lot of, I'm going to be real honest. I'm going to be very, very, very honest. I don't know how I feel about that hire if it happens, right? Like, I'm not 100% sure how good I feel about that one, Um. Joe Lombardi has only coached in college once, and that was at Dayton. I don't know. And that was, what, 20 years ago maybe, maybe a little bit more. I don't know if he's going to take another leap and and come into college as the offensive coordinator at LSU. That one's going to be interesting. Now, I have heard from a couple people that uh, they're probably going to talk tomorrow. Uh, But a guy that has gone 20 years without coaching in college to come all the way back Uh, To this one, see, uh, Andres has the same thing. Any front runners for OC? Yeah, I'm not so sure that he would make that leap. I just don't know how confident I feel about that one. Uh, Billy Reedy says, ask Blake, would Barry Odom be a disappointment instead of Freeman? No, he wouldn't be a disappointment. I mean, look, Arkansas has not won a SEC game in two years, and they won three Or was it three or four? They won three or four this year, and their defense was pretty solid. Their defense was pretty solid. Look, they had a walk-on DB who earned a scholarship. Now, they play a lot of zone, but they play – man, they are scrappy as all hell. Scrappy as all hell. So, we'll see. Um, Cole says the dates involving Bo's contract could affect the announcement – of the D.C. possibly? Hashtag like no. And he didn't even know that's not going to come into effect. And look, he's got his payout. He's got his payout. Uh, and look, he took less than $5 million. A lot of people are reporting that he took $5 million. He didn't take $5 million. He took way less than the buyout at $5 million. Way less. Uh, Blake Schilling says, all in on Lombardi. Uh, Anthony, this is the comment. Anthony Hall says, Jeff Grimes does too many jet sweeps. No, he doesn't. You might be thinking about Matt Canada. He don't do no jet sweeps. Another Matt Canada offense. I don't know. Have you, did you watch BYU play this this year, Anthony? I mean, they do some, but you know who else does jet sweeps out of the shotgun? Alabama. Their offense is pretty damn good. The jet sweeps aren't the problem. At least in my opinion. Uh, Carl Dunn says, hashtag ask Blake why Odom. Good question for Ed Orgeron. Very good question for Ed Orgeron. Look, a guy that wants to say in the SEC, uh, LSU defensive coordinator position is not going to come open open often, especially uh, with all the stuff that's going on around LSU. Uh, It's really, really hard to build a program, and he tried to do that in Missouri And he's got the talent at LSU. He's going to get paid more. He's going to have better talent. So wait, you mean to tell me this guy's going to have more talent and make more money doing it with a better team and a better culture? I mean, he's going to show a lot of interest to LSU. And people have to understand, I go on these national radio shows weekly. But by the way, uh, 7 o'clock with Bill King tomorrow morning on WNSR. Um they're like, oh well, LSU you know, L- is LSU's not a, a, a top program anymore, dude. Drives me up a wall. <laughs> How are you going to beat four na- beat in four national championships in twenty years, which is tied, which is second, by the way? And say so they're one year wonders. Brett Siancia from Pick Six Previews is one of them. I'm not scared to call the guy out. Uh, Garrett says, hashtag Ask Blake. Would you? Uh, What would your choices be for each, Blake? Of the picks that are, of the sources that we're hearing now, um, I would probably go Barry Odom or Marcus Freeman. Uh, A lot of people like Marcus Freeman. Uh, I like Barry. I like both of them. Um, From the guys that we're hearing now, for offensive coordinator... I wouldn't mind a younger guy like a DJ Mangus with Russ Callaway being promoted possibly to a passing game coordinator. If those two guys can work together, that could be very deadly, right? Like that could be seriously deadly. We saw that, but they got to be humble with it. Now we see Clemson doing that with co-offensive coordinators all the time. One's a running game coordinator. One's a passing game coordinator. People freak out when LSU does it, but don't freak out when Clemson does it. Tony Elliott is one of the better offensive coordinators in the country he's a co-offensive coordinator. So, if I had to pick out the guys we just mentioned, I like DJ Mangus. I The least that I like on that list, I would say is Joe Moorhead. I don't like Joe Moorhead, man. I just do not like that dude. Not personally. I think he's a great guy. Hell, he was in Ed Orsron's book, uh, Flip the Script or something like that. Yeah, it was Flip the Script. All right, Billy, I'm going to come back to your question. Billy, hang tight. We're going to come back to your question. We got to take a little bit of a break and go to our good friend, Mr. John Patton, over at Area Home Lending. Guys, I cannot emphasize this enough. My guy's been killing it and helping a lot of people that are fans and listeners to AYS. If you're thinking about buying a new house, saving money on that mortgage that you have now, or even doing that cash-out refi, the timing has never been better. Go see my good friend, Mr. John Patton, over at Area Home Lending. Just give him a call today at 225-663-2500. That's 225-663-2500. And if you tell him Blake Rafino sent you by, his team will come by and do a free appraisal. That's 225-663-2500, or Area Home Lending. Dot com. And also for the number one real estate firm in all of the North Shore, go to team.kw.com. That's team.kw.com. Give them a call today and set up a meeting with one of their great real estate agents at 985-467-7355. That's 985-467-7355. Tell them Blake Rufino. sent you by. Okay. Who was I at? Oh, Garrett. Garrett, right? No, I answered that one. Billy. Yeah, Billy's question was the one I was after. Uh, Billy says, ask Blake, can you get a better combo than Moorhead and Freeman? Question mark. Yes, you can. I don't know, Billy, how good I feel about Joe Moorhead. Something in my gut tells me. Just something in my gut tells me that that wouldn't be a good fit. And I don't think fans would like it either. I mean, he did not recruit well at Mississippi State. He did recruit a little bit okay at Penn State when he was offensive coordinator, and he did okay at Oregon. So we have an okay coach with great talent and great quarterbacks or really good quarterbacks coming in. I don't know. Uh, and I, I'm with Harold here, too. Harold says on, on Periscope, Jeff Grimes' offense is legit. I like Jeff Grimes. He knows LSU, he knows Louisiana. Um, he's recruited here. Look, the offensive line that won the best offensive line, uh, last season, the Joe Moore award, guess who they were recruited by Jeff Grimes. So DJ Mangus, Jeff Grimes, I'm a Jeff Grimes guy. I got obliterated for that, but I don't know if Jeff Grimes is going to come. I don't know that he seems to be a little bit down that list, but his name is still up there. His name is still up there. Uh, Kirk Paul says Jeff Grimes ran four wide shotgun, aired it out. Yeah, he didn't run a lot. He he, he did a lot of sweep action, but I say a lot. I mean, barely any. But uh, it was a lot like Alabama. Hell, you look at both of those games. It it kind of similar. It was really similar to one another. And look, they beat the dog manure out of UCF. He had guys wide open in space. He had wide receivers so open in space that the nearest guy to him was 10 yards. The average on half of the passes, and this is from PFF, was eight yards of cushion. <laughs> Man, and don't tell me that BYU has anywhere close to the town that LSU does. Pinky up, yeah, y'all like that? but bam ah. Garrett says, ask Blake, do you think we'll get the death penalty? The death penalty, like Baylor did. Nope, I do not. Chris says, "Ask Blake Odom would be a slam dunk." Yeah, I like Odom. I like Barry Odom. He did look. He did very, very, very well at um, at Arkansas. He had his defensive lines at Missouri was sick, and he's gonna have another good defensive line, y'all. If he were to. Co- I shouldn't speak in absolutes or pretend to speak in absolutes. If he were to come to LSU, and again as we're talking on the 29th, he seems to kind of be trickling as a front runner for Ed Orgeron. Uh How do I say this? He would be a, he would be a really good hire. I was going to say something else. I wanted to catch myself. Uh blah blah blah, blah, blah. LSU Mark says Tony Elliott could uh, be a solo OC at LSU. He's I, I would highly doubt Mark, LSU Mark, that he would leave. Um, if he's going to make a lateral move, it won't be to LSU. Him and Dabo go way back, way back. They're like two peas in a pod. I, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure Tony Elliott was um, Dabo's wide receiver coach at Alabama. Like that's how far they go back. So if he's going to make a lateral move, and especially to make a lateral move now, I cannot see that. I'm not saying he wouldn't. I'm just saying that would be that'd be crazy. Oh, oh Chase, thank you for this question. He says, uh, "Ask Blake, what's up with Bo Davis? Uh, he would kill it with the D line." All right, I'm not going to get into the gossip train. <laughs> I ain't going to get in the gossip train. Uh, let me just say this. I don't think that Bo Davis is going to be at LSU. I don't like getting in the gossip train. But remember earlier I said that there were some leaks coming out that may, may or may not be real. Maybe one of them. So be careful. Be very careful. And look, if you want to do a podcast, more power to you. If you've ever thought about doing a podcast, again, more power to you. You want to build sources, more power to you. Be careful. If one person tells you something, you better get three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine more people to tell you before you run stuff and not get sloppy with it. That's all I'm going to tell you. Um, But, Chase, it looks like Tennessee and Ole Miss are hot on his trail. Now, he had a show clause. And with the opposing or the things that the LSU Tigers are having to do right now with the NCAA and SEC because of the Title IX situation, I'm pretty sure hiring a guy with a show or a past show clause might not be a good hire. That's why you never saw on AYS or AYS Network us uh, sources Bo Davis is going to be the next defensive line coach. Okay, look. I ain't no plumber, but I know when I see a leak. (laughs) I'm going to have to get Craig to to break that one down. Listen to me. I ain't no plumber, but I know when I see a leak. All right, that's all I'm going to (laughs) say. I like that one. I ain't no plumber, but I know when I see a leak. Man, I'm sorry, y'all. I crack myself up sometimes. Like, I crack myself up. Why do I do that to myself? I don't know why I do that. Anyway, let's see. I got a couple of ass Blakes in here. Uh, Ty says, as Blake missed a little bit of the show, what's the word with Marcus Freeman to LSU. He's still in contention. Uh, Miles says, as Blake, shout out to Eli Ricks for making the third team All-American team. Yeah, big shout out. Look, Eli Ricks played like a dog. That dude's a dog, man. Dude is a dog absolute dog you got to give it to him bro you got to give it to him the pick sixes alone i'm going to tell you this right now eli eli Ricks got snubbed i think the reason why he made third team is because he got hurt and then he got ejected in a half and had to sit out the rest of the game uh got a little nicked up and and didn't play a lot in some middle and some crucial games uh so but still when he was on the field the dog was a question richard says ask Blake not a question just a shout out to the LSU basketball team opening up strong with SEC plate tonight hashtag boot up yeah man big time Cam Thomas you better get ready because you ain't going to see him for long he ain't going to be here for more than one year y'all he's going to be a lottery pick he's got to be a lottery pick he's the best freshman in the country Hats off to Will Wade for making that man a strong-ass offer. <laughs> that dude made him a strong-ass offer. Uh, Brad says, how about Kevin Steele for D.C.? I mentioned this last night, and I'll mention it again tonight. Um, there's a lot of reports coming out of Auburn and whispers coming down the pipeline that Kevin Steele was a big reason of pushing Gus Malzahn out. Look, let we can say whatever we want about Les Miles, okay? There's a lot of bad that we can say about Les Miles, and I get it, y'all. Like I, I completely understand it. But Les Miles can that dude after a year? I get what was going on on the field. I get it. He's a year away from being fired, meaning Les Miles. But Les Miles ain't no dummy, y'all. Like, okay, he does say some really dumb stuff. I. There's a reason he fired Kevin Steele, too. So, you know, you do it once. Okay. You do it twice. Man, you're a little messy. As the schoolgirls would say in, in, in junior high and high school, boy, you messy. That boy messy. As a football coach, though, he's really damn good. <laughs> right? Like, he's really solid. As a human being, it seems like he's got some some issues. Uh, Preston says, "Ask like thoughts on a potential four game SEC baseball weekend." Preston, thank you for the question. I like it. I think the LSU fans are not going to like the fact that they can't bitch and complain about missing a or, or losing a midweek game. Uh, but you better have depth, and LSU definitely has pitching depth and depth on their team. So you go to that, it's going to really test your depth. I'd like to see it. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be very, very, very fun. Uh, but I do feel bad for the teams like a Southeastern, ULL, La Tech, ULM, ULL, all those teams. Because their biggest game in the regular season is playing against LSU. Holmore away. Nichols, Magnees. Those are the teams I kind of feel bad for, though. Justin says, ask Blake, any worries that Mangus leaves like Brady did after a year if hired? Well, yeah, Justin, absolutely. Absolutely, but that's every coach. That's every coach. Look, Dave Aranda was here for a year, or two years, a year and a half, and Jimbo and Texas a was trying to poach him. That's when AYS kind of made it start, saying that he wasn't going there. You know that I had services. Listen to this, guys. Three years ago, and Stephen Miller, I know who's in here listening, and he can attest. We heard that uh, everybody said Dave Rand is going to AM. and Dave Rand is going A and We got it from a source. He ain't leaving. He's like uh, uh, what you uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, the Wolf of Wall Street, and we break the story. Hey, he ain't leaving. I got obliterated, absolutely obliterated by these other LSU services. He didn't leave. Talk about the pinky being up. Uh, Anyway, okay, let's get to a couple more of these. Jimmy says, is Cardo Thomas ready to play this year? Nope. He ain't, he... He, is he ready? No. If he was ready, he would have played. If he was ready, he would have came in uh when Chase and Hines got hurt. But he's not ready. Not only is he not ready, uh I think he's got a lot of work to do. I hate it for him. I think he's a good player. Um but he's got a lot of stuff he's got to do inside the gym. Hey, if anybody knows Cardell Thomas, I know there's a lot of people watching. Dog, is a former offensive lineman. I would love to get in touch with that kid. I mean, I have some contacts that I know that I can get in touch with him. But if you got a good contact with him, man, I would love to talk to the kid. Not on, not for AYS, but just, um, I would just like to talk to him. Collegiate, collegiate lineman to a collegiate lineman. Derek asked a good question. Any tidbits on recruiting? Uh, yeah, uh Aaron, Aaron Aaron Anderson, the wide receiver from Carr, who just committed the three star. They put this kid as a three star 2022 um Twenty twenty two wide receiver. That's a tongue twister. In the first half in the state championship game, had seven catches, 120 plus yards, and two touchdowns. Three star. it's unbelievable y'all don't get me started don't don't make a, a Rafino's rants go out a three-star probably because he's he's not six two Rudy Pooh bro God so Rudy Pooh uh Jamie says as Blake have you heard about tight end coach John DeCoster uh, may be coming back so we can hold on to Eric Gilbert um it's hitting the rumor mill. It's hitting the rumor mill. They need to. If it brings back a Gilbert, hell yeah, why not? Why not? Hey, instead of hiring a safeties coach, give that thing over to Corey Raymond. That's another thing that on, on these coaching searches that I keep getting asked, um, especially from other, te- other people who cover other programs. Hey, is LSU thinking about hiring a safeties coach? And I just sit there and don't say anything. Because there's rumors that Ed wants to hire a safeties coach. When Bill Bush is gone. You want to hire a safeties coach. Hey, pretty sure Corey Raymond did a damn good job. That's one thing I'm going to blow up on Ed if he does. I'm Look, listen, I'm serious right now, y'all. I'm serious. I'm not saying Corey Raymond for DC or anything like that. What I am saying is, Ed Orgeron hires a safeties coach, I might lose it. Why? First team all pro. You ready for this? I know I've mentioned this before. Patrick Peterson. Corey Raymond. Ty Matthew. Corey Raymond. Who else? Um, Jamal Adams. Corey Raymond. Grant Delpit. Corey Raymond. Trey White. Corey Raymond. That, uh, That rubs me the wrong way. Give the man the room back. Jacob Samuelson says, "Ask Blake, what do you think about Kimo, the offensive lineman, who just committed from Florida State, and is on the open market? I hear he, I hear big things there in his future." Wait, no, that's lined up. How about this, Jacob? Read between the lines. Charlie Biator, what's up, Charlie? He says, "Ask Blake any word on recruiting. They're going to get some offensive linemen, and they're probably going to go get another receiver." Um, Corey says, "Ask Blake, are you excited as I am to say Jaden Hill shred through the SEC lineups?" Corey, I am, dude. Like, bro, <laughs> I really am, man. Like, really, really, really am. That dude's gonna be a. Is just gonna be a monster. He's gonna bully people, like. There's only a few human beings that can bully individuals in college. He's one of them. Lester Aber says, I remember when Blake had all those clowns coming at him. Oh, you're talking about the, uh, the Dave Aranda thing. Yeah. Dude, every service, not every, but almost every service when we broke the Dave Aranda staying at LSU was attacking me on Twitter. Like, Attacking me. We launched six months prior. What you gotta say about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh jokes. All right, let's get a couple more to this. Uh Samuelson says Jack Besh was a three-star too. How crazy is it that Jack Besh is a three-star and is an all literally an national all-American? <laughs> I don't get it, y'all. Like, I do not get it. Uh, Fort Berry says, car getting beat 28-19 in the fourth quarter. Oh, okay. Hey, don't mean that Anthony Anderson ain't doing some crazy stuff. Luke. What's up, Luke? Hadn't heard from you in a while, man. He says, ask brother, what's up, brother, from Kansas. Do you see Kiffin staying at Ole Miss for next season? Money talks. Yeah, there's not a coaching hire, though, that I think that's open that Lane would want. What's a coaching position that Lane would want that's open? I mean, if he's not going to Auburn, I don't know of one, Chuck. I can't think of one, so yeah. Kenny says, Cam Thomas is a beast. Dude, Dude's a dude is an absolute beast. You better be excited that you got him, And you better cherish every moment. What I tried to tell people last year as much as I could was you better cherish Joe Burrow and what he's doing. Because like all things, most things come to an end. And people hated me for that, and that's okay. But we noticed that. Cherish a moment when you got special talent, man, because it doesn't come often. All right, let's get a couple more questions and we'll get out of here. Uh, Juice Washington Jr. says, Corey Raymond could hold it down for cornerback and safeties. Hell yeah, he can. If it's your first time listening, you have not experienced a Rafino's rant. So don't forget, everywhere right here, you see right here, everywhere you can subscribe and like and follow to all of our media uh, social media platforms, go do that. After the show, please go do that. Hit the like, hit the subscribe, if he, if that man does not give that room back to Corey Raymond, that's like... What's a good analogy? That's like if, if you're a linebackers coach and you take the outside linebackers and put them in a room and you take the middle linebackers and put them in a room. Oh, I wonder why... The safeties and corners are so confused and they can't communicate. Well, what in the hell do you think? I'm not saying if he does do a safeties coach, which I'm sure he might, keep him all in the same room. Hell, you know what? Walk on down your happy butt down to Corey's office and say, hey, we want to hire a guy for a safeties coach. We want another recruiter out there, a young guy that can go out and recruit. Who's the guy you like? who's the guy you'd like to coach with? And I'm going to tell you right now, Corey Raymond, if it's not me, we're going to have issues. <laughs> uh, Ty says, ask Blake, why haven't your shows been, being uploaded on Apple podcasts? Huh? Yeah. Ty, are you sure you're looking at the right place? Cause I saw it this morning. I'll have to go back and look, but I saw it up there this morning. Let's see. I'll do that after the show, but t- I saw him up there this morning, man. I don't know what's going on then. Not sure. I'll have to look into that. But I'm pretty, sh- yeah. It's being uploaded. It's right here. You putting in the right thing? Let's see. Yep, it's right there. Man, don't man, don't give me a heart attack like that, yo. Cause I look at these numbers daily. <laughs> Uh, Jamie says the big money is in the SEC. Sure is. England says, ask Blake what names for the D line coach. I would think that Christian Lockature is a name that could possibly get promoted. Uh, Carl Dunbar's out there. Dennis Johnson. Dennis Johnson's a guy who was at LSU An LSU guy went to Baylor. Could they go back and get him? I don't know if they'll do that though. Uh it updated since I last checked. Sorry. Okay. Oh, Ty, man. Cause man, we've been getting like five five hundred to seven hundred listens every day. Man, you freaking a brother out. (laughs) Money in the bank showed you what you drank. All right, a couple more. Uh, Kevin Dunn says locketure. Yeah, I would expect lock. I, I would not be shocked, especially since Christian Lockitcher was able to go and recruit highly and get a guy. Rivals had Mason Smith as the number one recruit in the nation, that he was able to be the main recruiter that brought Mason Smith in. I get look, I get he's in your state, but there were times where you were fighting for that kid, just a couple years ago, an SML Stopshirt out ain't me, You were fighting to get that kid to come to Baton Rouge. Gotta give Christian his credit where credit's due now. Gotta do it. All right, guys, that's going to wrap up tonight's show. Uh, we'll, we'll be back tomorrow. No, you will go one more. One more. Chase says, ask Blake, do you think Odom Heyer would bring back Rayshawn Davis? Great question. Chase, let me, let me do some sourcing on that. Let me do some sourcing on that. I'll look into it. I'll look into it. All right, guys, that's going to conclude tonight's show. Please subscribe and rate to the podcast, even though they're on Apple Podcast. Uh, Lester A. says, when Lane get another shot in the NFL, man, I don't know. It's a great question, Lester. All right, guys, y'all have a good night. We'll see you tomorrow. My name's Blake Fino. This is RU Series Sports. See you later.